Hi, here's the news for the day. Uh, so I picked the first one because I found it interesting. It might not really be much of a news. Uh, so here we go. There is a 76-year-old man named Ziona who is a patriarch of allegedly the largest family in the world. Uh, the news was of his passing away, but what's more interesting is that he was a leader of a cult called Chanapol or Chuantar in Mizoram that practices polygamy for its male members. So he survived by 38 wives and 89 children. And apparently the village he stayed at uh, became a major tourist attraction because of this family and also because it's a self-sustaining uh, village. How interesting, right? Anyway, so moving on. Um, a government report has flagged concerns about a phylovirus study of bats undertaken in Nagaland by the National Center for Biological Sciences based in Bangalore. There is an ongoing interdepartmental tussle on where the bat samples should be stored and this particular center it falls under the Department of Atomic Energy but concerns raised about uh, the safety are by ICMR which is the Indian Council for Medical Research which functions under the Ministry of Health. So while this might be a bureaucratic tussle, the larger implication here is of biosecurity, especially when a study is foreign funded. With increasing number of zoonotic pathogens, which is the animal-human transmission of diseases, like COVID for example, it is pertinent to redefine our conventional security paradigm. And there is currently a lot of focus on nuclear weapons, its safety and security. There are also many conventions and well-defined procedures concerning chemical weapons. But when it comes to bioweapons, there is only one loosely defined international convention called the Biological and Toxin uh, Weapons Convention. And considering this can be a hard-to-trace tactic used by an adversary, this issue of biosecurity warrants a lot more attention, especially with the increasing role of uh, tech and uh, synthetic biology. Um, moving on, there is some interesting stuff happening around the world. El Salvador has made Bitcoin a legal tender, meaning it recognizes Bitcoin as a legal form of payment and it remains the only country to do so. Um, next, uh, Israel finds itself a new coalition ruling party. The coalition consists of a range of parties espousing different ideologies, so it's surprising they came together, but they have set to come together to particularly overthrow the three-decade rule of Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, so there will be a rotation of prime ministers if the coalition in government manages to remain stable through the years. So yeah, a range of uh, developments will be expected in relation to the decisions over Palestine state, West Bank settlements, US-Israel relationship vis-a-vis -vis Iran, etc., etc. So Israel might be in the news a lot more. So finally, here is another mango story. Did you know that Mao Zedong is worshipped with mangoes? We'll see why. But first, for the uninitiated, Mao Zedong was the leader of the Chinese Communist Party, a revolutionary dictator, ideologue behind uh, Maoism, which is a Chinese adaptation of uh, Marxism and Leninism. So in 1960s, uh, in China, um, the Cultural Revolution took place. This was a violent ideological and political campaign by Mao to preserve the Chinese communism of class struggle and to overthrow the capitalist elements in the society. In one particular event, he sent 30,000 Communist Party workers to the Qinghua University to fight the rebel students. Many were killed and eventually the students surrendered. 
As a gesture of thanks to the workers, Mao gifts them with a box of mangoes that he had received from the Pakistan foreign minister. The workers were overwhelmed with this gesture from their leader and regarded this as an act of his selflessness. And they decided to preserve these mangoes in formaldehyde instead of eating them. But little did they know that Mao disliked the fruit and he was simply passing on a gift. So following this event, there was a slate of tablecloths, bedsheets, flags, wash basins adorned with mangoes. There were even mango flavored cigarettes. The symbolism of this even reached the Indian mainland. In Telugu, mango is referred to as uh, Maudi Pandar. Imagine. Yeah, there are very few things as satisfying as uh, tracing the origin of names. So that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.